Welcome to the Nyella Talk Show. In today's segment, we'd like to be raising awareness about the tragic loss of life due to reckless driving of public transportation. On today's show, we have with us Naomi Johnson, the mother of Deshaun Johnson, whose life was tragically removed July 18, 2012. We're going to hear, she's going to share with her story in order, again, that we might raise public awareness. Naomi, can you touch a little about the day that you received the call? Tell us the events that happened. Okay, very tragic, but um, I recall being at St. Barnabas Hospital with my mom. She came here for the summer. And um, we was doing, she had to get her um, eyes checked, so she had eye operation. And I was there with my mom, my sister, and my um, brother-in-law when I received a call. Mm -hmm. And when I received a call, um, the person, the voice on the phone, had told me that they have a package of mines. So I'm like sitting here, you know, like perplexed, like, okay, package, what package do you have? You know, I'm asking the gentleman. And he said, your package, I'm like, okay, what, do I, what did I lose? My, I'm thinking, did I lose my um, driver's license or, or what, you know? So then I said, okay, do you have my um, package? What do you mean, your package? Well, we have, we got to really talk, we got to talk to you. I said, okay, do you have my sister there? Mm -hmm. He like, uh, he still was like being very invasive with the, with the question. So I said, um, my son there I mean I'm not understanding you have a package and I'm like who is this you know they didn't identify who they were on the phone okay and then after that later on they said um this is Bloomfield police I'm like okay now my heart is racing like okay what's what's going on what why Bloomfield police is calling me you know so they said well can you come to the to this police station if not where are you we could come where you at and I said, uh, no, I come there, you know. So when I got to Bloomfield Police Station, it was three gentlemen who came to me. Uh -huh. And when three gentlemen came to me, I knew it was something serious because I recall when my brother got killed, it happened that way. So I knew it wasn't any good news. And then after that, they escorted me in the back, and then they showed me a picture. They said, um, we have something to tell you that your son was in a bus accident. So I'm like, excuse me? And they say he didn't make it. So I look, of course, I was like, I was frozen. And I'm like, what do you mean he didn't make it? The bus accident, well, he was on the bus it, it's so hard for me to say the word B-U-S, but I'm like, he was he was on there and he didn't make it? Or can you explain more in detail what he was in a car? So when I'm here a, a, a bus accident, I'm hearing that he was in a car and the car collided into the bus or he was on the bus as a passenger and the passenger collided into an object. So this okay. is one of my mind racing, you know what it is. And so later on, they didn't go in full detail. Of course, I broke down and cried. They called the ambulance because I was passing out, and they had to give me that, I don't know, that little Hyperventilating. Right. 
And so later on, my mom and my sister, my brother-in-law, they came after my mom finished her operation, and they told her, and of course, we was devastated. So as we, I had to leave my car because, of course, I was not in a good mindset to drive. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I'm sorry. And so when we got there, my sister, she started looking online because it was like on the news. It was in... The, online newspaper, newspaper, you know, all over. And then when we read on the news, it, it, my sister read online saying my son was struck by the bus. Okay. So I'm like, what? He was struck by the bus. So again, I'm still, pieces was not adding up, mm -hmm. okay? Something like when he was walking across the street, he got struck. So all this is in my mind because they didn't give me that detail. You know, so the article, like, oh, he got struck by the bus, so forth. I said, okay. So my sister dig more deep into it, and they say he, you know, he got, I'm sorry, just so, trying to get my thought pattern here together. He got um hit, and... We reading all these articles and the articles that we was reading, you know, you had different people story of what happened. So here I'm like confused. Okay, what do you mean? Some people are like, oh, he was chasing the bus, you know. Uh -huh. I read the uh, the statement from Bloomfield Mirror. You know, he made the statement that oh, it happened on Bay Street, mm -hmm. you know. And of course, the spokesperson for Coach USA New Jersey Transit, you know, saying oh no, it happened on Broad Street. You know, so all these, I don't know what you call it, blame back and forth thing. Okay. And so later on, when we get deep in the case and in my spirit, I know something didn't just sound right. I'm like, my bus, my son chasing the bus, that, that doesn't sound right. Why, why, why he be chasing the bus? And I have a friend, you know, who's in, into the law he was saying to me, he said, you know what, Naomi, I've been been in this practice for a long time and I want you, I know it's hard, I want you to do your own investigation and ask people around okay. what happened. So of course my son's best friend, mother, two mothers, and, and myself, we went Bloomfield, we spoke to people at Exxon gas station and around the area 7-Eleven so forth and so on. And so the guy who was very nice, the manager for Exxon Gas Station, he let us see the video. Okay. And he gave me the video. And in the video, they were saying he was running Russian, and in the video it shows that my son was taking his time walking across Exxon Gas Station. Then he went to 7-Eleven. And I have those videos, which I put on YouTube, you know, and once again, it cleared my conscience up because I knew it was so much fabrication, but the video shows something totally different. It does not show Deshaun was running. Mm -hmm. It doesn't show he was chasing the bus. Okay. Then I'm like, okay. Still like, okay, he wasn't running. He wasn't chasing the bus. So how he got in contact with the bus in his life. Mm -hmm. So in the video, you see the bus speeding. Okay. The wind's like, oh, it wasn't speeding, but a tape don't lie. The videotape 
doesn't lie. That's true. You know, you're sitting on a public transportation, you think it doesn't speed in, but again, it's on YouTube. You saw the bus speeding around the corner. And it jumped the curb. Okay. The witness were like, oh, he was running. I said, well, didn't she say he was at the stop? I said, if he's at the stop, how can you run and chase the bus? That's impossible. If you're already there, you can't chase anything that is already there. You, you can't do that. Chasing like if he was at some level and run across the street, that's chasing. But if you're at the stop, you can't chase. You can run up to it. You can, you know, rush up to her on the side of it or something, but you can't not chase it. So I had the privilege actually to speak to the witness myself because it was so much fabrication, you know, with the prosecutor, their side of the story, with the um, attorneys that I hired, you know. So I said, somebody said, well, did you spoke to the speak to the witness yourselves, which I did, which I got their version. And based on the witness, she said, no, I didn't say your son was in the street. Your son was already there. Mm -hmm. She said, your son was there, and he was talking to a Hispanic young man. My son has signaled for the driver to stop. And the driver kept going. Okay. So what my son did, he was there, and the Spanish and, the, and my son was supposed to born on the same bus, you know. But Romaine flew past it, so what my son was on the sidewalk, it was like a lot of construction going on. Based on the witness, she said there was a lot of construction going on. And I remember that area was under a lot of construction. Mm -hmm. So there was no police officer or any state police n not there at all. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was like two poles, she said, was there. So the sidewalk was very, it was obstructed. But he was like at the corner. Like one witness said, no, your son was there at the corner. He didn't come from the right, he didn't come from the left, he was there. She said it was like a movie. What happened was he went up to the door. He was on the curb, not the street, mm -hmm. on the curb. And he made it to the handicapped curb on Breton Bay. And you see, it's a lot of images, and I didn't realize that there was so much images of the incident online. You see my son's sneakers right there on the curb, on the handicapped curb. Mm. Wow. Along with his remains, I'm sorry, was there. So here they trying, they meaning the lawyers that I hired, the prosecutor trying to convince me Oh, it was, oh, it was, it, you know, no, it was in Miller Street. But the pictures don't lie. Videos don't lie. In, in the video from the XI gas station, you see the bus sped around the corner. You see, it went up twice, the front wheel and the back wheel, which was my son. Then he dragged, not only he ran my son up, over twice, he dragged him. And the day that we was talking, meaning my son's best friend, mother, and I, 
So when it happened, we never got a call from the prosecutor. Bloomfield Police, yes, but not the prosecutor, because what was told to me after it happened, then the prosecutor office supposed to call you, mm -hmm. which they never, never did, never did. And actually, I got that conversation on YouTube as well. Okay. I've seen quite a few of the clips on YouTube, and you also have Instagram. I know this is difficult for you to recount all of the incidents that transpired, but tell us a little bit more about Deshaun. Uh, Deshaun, he was, um, he was a college student. Um, he was my only child. Mm -hmm. And he was actually taking care of me because Wednesday, July the 18th, 2007, I was in a car accident. Okay. Now, I can say that that's an accident. The Bloomfield police was chasing a stolen car, and the stolen car hit me head on, mm -hmm. which made me become disabled. Okay. And so he was taking care of me, and he was going to go away to um, college, to Temple. You know, he was in an honor society. He was getting, he got a lot of scholarships, and um, because of what happened, he didn't want to go away. And I told him, you know, it's okay. He's like, no, I'm not going to leave you like this. You know, I wish he did, probably he would be, still be alive. But, um, so we signed him up, we meaning Deshaun Godmother, Deshika, and myself. We was looking for college close by, mm -hmm. and so we called around, and he was accepted to King University and my Claire State. Okay. And so Mont Claire had accepted him, I mean, King accepted him for the, for the fall of 2008 and in 2009 Montclair State University had accepted. He was an up-and-coming entertainer, artist? Yes, he was. Visionary. Very visionary. How did you come up with Nyla? Nyla was actually Deshaun's tagline when he rapped a song. He would say, Nyla, which is his tagline, meaning, you know, no one better than him. You know, which you can find his music on, all online on iTunes. Uh, iHeartRadio, I mean, he was really, as they would say, hustling. You know, he was a college student, he was going to work, mm -hmm. and he was also starting his own business. Okay. And um, that's what Naela came from as his tagline. And he was starting his um, T-shirt clothing line because I had my own clothing line. So he was doing his, you know, because I told him, I, I said, well, Deshaun, which he called himself Sean Cox Mason, Deshaun is his government name. So I said, well, Deshaun, you know, since you go on performing, because he had been performing, he would okay. go to, you know, Tri-State era and perform, you know, as an underground artist, which he was well known. And um, I said, well, when you go to your concert, what you do like T-shirts, like on demand, and give to your concert, and mm -hmm. you know, I had the distribution company as well. So he said, okay. He said, well, I'm gonna start my um, T-shirt line, and on July the 19th, he like I have a um, he had a video to do for um, one of his music, you know, his track, his album, Rhyme My Way, Rhyme Away, and he had all that set up. And today you're carrying on that vision. Yes, I'm trying the best way I can today. What I did, what I do now, I, I had the Naila collection. 
which you can find online, you know, Naila, N-O-N-E-I-L-L-A-H. A collection of? Collection of, well, we do everything, um, clothing, male clothing, um, shoes, pocketbook. I do graphic design. Um, Naila has, like, different, I, we, we, we do it all. Excellent. And with what would you want the public to know? Well, how could what what how can they get involved? Because there's a whole lot of people that have gone through what you have gone through or are going through currently. Everyone grieves differently. What can the people, what can we as a people do? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Well, with this this type, but it, to me, it's like an epidemic. You know, there's a lot of lives are being taken by New Jersey Transit and Coach USA bus. A lot of them. Like I just got it. Actually, I just got a um, text. What one just happened recently? Like yesterday, a lady from East Orange, New Jersey Transit bus driver mm -hmm. killed this woman, and see, it just it just really bothers me when you deem it as an accident, mm -hmm. you know. But these countless lives, these are innocent lives are taken in vain. And the thing is nothing is being done about it, okay. you know. So I ask people to be active, you know. Don't send me clippings, don't send me articles, be active, you know. Write to your, your um, assembly person. Let's get law changed. Yeah, there's laws out there, but there's not the general laws. We need a specific law. You know, mm -hmm. to hold these drivers accountable for their action because if I go out there in somebody's life, I'm going to be going to jail. You know, mm -hmm. but is it fair if a driver do that and they get pat tapped on the hand and say, okay, you know, it's an accident and then go back for their job, have their jobs, have their whole life, but all these innocent lives are taken. So they for the listeners, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you have an action website or something where they can go and sign up. Perhaps maybe if we could um, somehow or another enact a way to put certain stipulations in place because my understanding is from your evidence and from what you did your own investigation, I understand that this driver had numerous offenses. Oh boy, countless after countless after countless. I mean, I think it's like a whole, like people put tattoos on their arm, there's a whole sleeve, mm -hmm. two sleeves of incidents that he has, breaking an entry, uh, well, I can't even remember off the top of my mind. If you just, even if you Google Justice for Deshaun and go to Google Image, you'll see all of his infractment he had, mm -hmm. he, uh, you know, civil suits he owed, lawsuits he owed, you know, and I had this woman who shared her story with me with her sister, she was downtown Newark and a New Jersey Transit bus driver had run over her sister leg. Mm -hmm. And her sister had to get both her legs amputated. Mm -hmm. This lady's life has changed, you know, just like Dramatically, yes. dramatically. No money in the world. People, you know, I have lawyers like, oh, we're gonna get justice. Money doesn't, the lawsuit does not give you justice because at the end of the day, this is still going on. To me, a lawsuit is like one, a bribe, and it's just like a band-aid over the wound, mm -hmm. but you still have that problem. If you keep putting a band-aid over the wound, you don't give it air, it, where's there's cure? There's no cure because you keep covering it up, covering it up, covering it up. Just like these countless incidents, 
-hmm. It's constantly covering it up, covering it up, covering it up. And you know, like I, I have people also reach out on me on change.org. Change.org, that's a website also that you right. have out there where people can go and petition and sign up. Petition, sign up, tell even tell their story. Okay. You know, because there's no platform like surviving victim, mother like myself or a loved one, they don't have a platform that they can go and share their story. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I recall that I um, called one in the news station and I share with the news station that like, I would like to talk about it. He like, oh, we don't, we don't do all of New Jersey transit. It happened all the time. That's what he said to me. Wow. So nonchalant, so dismissive. It happened all the time, so we don't cover all of them. Imagine if you're not calling all of them, so there should be more that is reported online or in a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Think about it. When I did research, it shows at least 55 of these incidents occur in Essex County alone, and there's nothing that's being done about it. Okay. You know, and that's 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 not good. You know, so what are you saying to loved ones like me? Your child or your loved one life does it doesn't mean anything. And I also read an article when um, that transit had put in a law anybody do anything to the bus driver, they would go to jail. Absolutely, yes, I've seen. I that. just read that. But what about these drivers taking lives? So you want to say, oh, let's protect these drivers, but these drivers are killing people. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a, a bus is like a gun. Is operating by a careless person and it takes life just like a gun there's a lot of um, organization you know and protest people who protest about gun balance gun balance yes. but what about things like this this has been an epidemic it's not like an exit it, it seemed like it happened like every time you pick up newspaper again if they actually reporting it in the news Every once or two weeks, somebody's life is taken by a bus driver, New Jersey Transit or Coach USA bus driver. Okay. And based on their mission statement, Coach and New Jersey Transit bus mission statement, they said that, you know, safety is their main priority. If you go on to Solality Journalist, S-O-U-L-L-I-T-Y, Journalist, J-O-U-R-N-A-L-I-S-T-S, on Instagram, you see that a collage of all the articles that happened all these lives was mm -hmm. taken. If you go on Instagram, you'll see, you'll see this is not a makeup, this is not fabrication, this is not trying to assassinate a name, this is a reality, and it's all online. Even if you Google um, reckless Coach USA bus driver or New Jersey deadly bus driver or whatever, you'll see all of this come up. At an alarming rate, I'm sure. Alarming rate. So that's, that's the, our listeners and raising public awareness, perhaps do you not feel that if a driver uh, seeks employment with a bus company, should there be certain boundaries where they could not receive that employment due to a terrible driving history? Yes, and for my, my son case, Okay, based on Coach USA and Transit, their policy, hiring policy is that the person supposed to have a clean driver record before being hired, mm -hmm. which is fabrication because, again, the guy, Romaine, his, they hired him with that infraction, mm -hmm. and they still keep him on the job with it. 
Never fired him. To this day, as we speak, he's still driving. With numerous driving with offenses. Numerous driving offenses, breaking an entry, civil suits, lawsuits. So they're um, not enforcing not or standing behind their mission statement. No, not at all. Not standing or enforcing their mission statement. They see still having these driver putting pedestrian life in, in, in danger. It's like detrimental to society. Mm -hmm. And it should not be. It, it should not be like, okay, it's okay. We're going to protect you drivers. So if some crazy person hit there in, in your life, as you're driving, they're gonna go to jail. But what about these drivers? Some of these drivers I really think should take like psychological tests. You know, that's what they should know. You don't know because they pass a test, but if they're not taking psychological tests, you don't know the state of mind that they are in. Wow, wow. You don't know that. You don't know had they been like uh, abusive, domestic abuse, you don't know that. So they carry the same mindset mm -hmm. in a row and taking all these lives in hand. What would you say to our listeners? We we're coming quickly to a close. What would you want them to know? Well, yeah, I want our listeners to know, um, to, again, write to your assemblyman. You know, we as voters, we put them in the seat. Okay. So we as voters have a right to say, okay, this is what we want to change. Because people don't do that because they figure it's not happening to their loved ones, so why should I get involved? Um, it's not affecting me. <laughs> but once it affects them, then they want to get involved. So why wait? Let's do it now. All right. And that's the thing. And not only that, to family members, like I like to say to the person who just lost a, a loved one, the one who got killed in East Orange, if the family listened to me, I say not to count on do your own, you do your own investigation like I did because I, they kept fabricating to me, meaning the prosecutor, the lawyers that I hired. Imagine the lawyers, you hire them lawyers, you think they're for you. Come to find out they're not really for you. So you don't rely on your investigation on them. You do your own investigation. Okay. You know, and this is called, I want to just back up. Even with the Deshaun Johnson, I have a scholarship, the Deshaun Johnson College Scholarship. The college that Deshaun was attending, he went to King University. They started a scholarship in his name, you know, was in Montclair and Essex County. So what I do, I sell the products to raise awareness, you know, to take the money and donated. The Nyilla products? Yeah, the Nyilla products donated to the Sean Johnson College, 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 I'm trying to get up. College uh, Scholarship, Scholarship Foundation. Fund. Yes. You know, I, I have a GoFundMe, you know, so every year what we, we do, we award a student, you know, who's in the finance business like my son was, the scholarship. Okay, they have to meet certain criteria. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I like to raise up enough money to actually have do a, a mausoleum for all these lives. Let these people, victims, know that yeah, somebody do care about your loved one who died. And I would like to make raise enough money to do a, like a mausoleum for all these loved ones who was killed by Coach USA New Jersey Transit train and the school buses. Thank you for joining us today. To our listeners, we want you to know we'd like to hear your story. We here at Nyola do care about your loved ones, you and we welcome you to email us at. You can email us at Nyilla, N-O-N-E-I-L-L-A-H, at gmail.com, or Deshaun Johnson, DJC, Scholarship Foundation, at gmail.com, or you can Google. Okay. Thank you very much. Nyilla.
and I'll be blowing down. Get it how I live, I'm in the moment. I could don't it, you can never find None, none, in love. None, none, in love.